Welcome back to Mixed Nuts. Mixed it's nuts. a beautiful day for Mixed Nuts. <laughs> it's cloudy, but we're doing all right. We're just trying to figure out things and live. Yeah. So that's the way. It's pretty sunny over here. You know, New Hampshire, you know, known for its warmth and sun. Oh, definitely. Definitely. It's been nice like the past couple days. I went for a late night swim last night and that was chill. Had a- Ooh, I like late night swims. Yeah, they're my fave. Just hanging out with the friends. I was dipping my toe into the Home Depot yesterday. I had my first closing shift, uh, which my boss was like, you have two options. Either you can go on a smoke break for the rest of the shift, which is like an hour left. And I'm like, I don't smoke. Yeah. And he said, or you can pretend like you're going to do work for the next hour and a half, just like straighten boxes. It's just all BS. And I'm like, wow. I love my job. (laughs) I don't hate it. People come to me with like, random plumbing things and i'm starting to understand like threads and stuff mm-hmm. i have half of it they just talk to themselves like i have no idea what they're talking about and then they're like talking through like talking it through th- with themselves they're like well you know what i could use the pvc threaded right angle and i'm like yeah that could definitely work <laughs> you're like yeah and they're like wow thank you you're so you know so much and i'm like yeah well you know i've been working here for a couple of days now <laughs> so much experience they I'm literally glad- talk through it themselves. It's great. Then it's fine. It makes your job easier. The job market has been a pain in the booty hole. I've been trying to look for like stuff still. I doubt it's gonna actually happen, but any place that I actually get like interviews <laughs> or hired from is like a scam. So I'm like, oh, oh that's fantastic. Yeah. But we pushing through. Still applying. You know what we need to do? What do we need when to do? When school starts next semester, we need to start applying to uh, famous radio stations the stern show i don't know i just we got to get that internship at a radio station you know? gotta do it yeah no we definitely that would be so much fun if we ended up working. would you what would you do since you're in new hampshire like how would that work for you then like if you're in well the- i mean it's kind of strange i go to school in new york so like i usually live on camp- <laughs> i'm trying to be annoying but no like, I, I mean i'm like no, because for real, because if it were during the summer, like, you wouldn't be on uh-huh. campus. That's yeah. In the summer, if I got a really good one, like, I'm hoping next year to go abroad, but if I got, let's say, if we got a really good one together, mm-hmm. I'd just uh, summer dorm on campus, you know, maybe take a class or two anyway, you know, might as well. That's a good idea. Yeah, because that would sound like so much fun, like, going into the city for, like, your internship. You feel so bougie. I just, oh, I yeah. miss the city so damn much. Like, it's actually insane, because I'm so used to, like, having it just at my disposal. Like, I just have, oh, like... Yeah. I just have the train the train stations like 10 a 10 minute walk from my apartment I literally just scoot over there and just hop on the train and then I'm in the city and I'm like oh cool and it's I don't know it's just especially because I I guess it's because I haven't been able to go there whenever I wanted it's just I felt like such a deep connection with it I guess also because I'm reading like like I finished the U series like reading it and stuff and that's based in New York at least in the, the first book the and or like I'm rewatching Gossip Girl because I got Andre to start watching it <laughs> and like but like those little, like the shows and stuff I don't know I find myself or even um, Everybody Hates Chris I started watching that too um and they're just all based in the city I'm like I miss this so much and just something's drawing me to there I definitely want to like live there someday 
show. One of my uh, one of my good friends. You, you know how like uh, I love Puerto Rico. Like that is my home base. That's where I'd love to be. He feels the exact same way, if not more, about New York. And like he yeah. moved out there for a little bit, but it's so refreshing because like just hearing somebody else be so passionate about something that you have too really oh. reawakens the value of it too because when i'm with him and he's waxing poetic about the city and he's like oh you find these great little shops and it just it makes me love it more oh, like it's percent. just yeah no yeah, you, when people... like, you see like that look in their eye that's oh, why yes. i love asking oh, cool. people like i noticed like in the beginning like for uh first semester i just found myself like asking people like not like because obviously you're trying to like acquaint yourself with like everyone around you mm. and you're like oh what's your major but like my favorite thing is like asking them like why are you doing this like why are you pursuing this career and like sometimes people are just like i don't, I don't know like yeah, i don't know yeah. right? but then other times you just ask them and they give you this whole story like, so intricate yeah and it, it's just so beautiful and you see that like look in their eye like just glowing and it's like the most beautiful yeah. thing it's because they're so vulnerable in that moment too you know yeah. and i love asking people from other countries like what it's like in their hometown because one they're far away from their hometown and anywhere else homesick a little bit and yeah. just seeing them like wax poetic about growing up in like kuwait or like cyprus you know just like oh we'd always go down here and this is and it's just so vulnerable and it's so open and you feel like you're in their shoes for a little bit and it's just yeah. really builds connections it's beautiful people need to ask more questions i was just about to say i'm like and it's those questions that people aren't often asked that yeah. often you get the, the best answers from and you learn so much about people and because like who asked you like what's your true passion in life like yeah. no one just goes up to you or like how is your hometown like like what do you do there like what were your exactly. favorite activities like that doesn't just naturally come up in conversation often and that's something that sometimes you just need to push a little deeper in because there are so many people that i've met on campus that i have to say like the one thing i've learned first semester was do not judge a book by its cover because there's that's so true. much more to people obviously but like it never really hit me because i was never exposed to such like a diverse crowd of people ever oh, and like yeah. the people that i grew up with like I, i've known them since i was six like I, everyone in my town like i know so it's not really like yeah you know their stories and they know your stories and exactly like you're not learning anything new like you know these people like for the most part and i remember yeah. there was this one kid um who i would always run into him like, i met him like the first week of classes like he was very sweet we'd always just like hang out or, like in the dining hall or whatever and or like just say hi and stuff and then one night one day we actually like just sat down for a while like it was like late night and you're both i was coming back from the library and he was just having like dinner doing work and stuff and i sat down with him we, we never really at that point had the chance to like have an in-depth conversation oh, yeah. and i it's so funny walking into this i thought he was also a freshman and <laughs> I, that's the only thing i knew about him because he's just like on the short side so i kind of thought he was younger and he's like a very baby face so I'm just thinking he was a freshman like me. I thought like, I don't know, like he's hmm. just a new student here, yada, yada. I ended up having a conversation with him. He's 22. He is from Afghanistan and he took three years to study in South Korea and was telling me all of these stories about studying there. Oh, yeah him hitchhiking with his friends around like the cities and i'm just like i literally was sitting there and i'm like what yeah, Are exactly. what oh my god it's insane i was that was the one that that one i definitely was like so hit off guard with i was like what 
And it's great. I've, a lot of people, like something I've learned, especially more so now that I've left town and like went to college, is that um, people love talking about themselves. And that's not talking like I'm not being in, in a judgy way. I'm being in, in like a. You mean very, us right now? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, us right now. But like, if you can get someone to talk about themselves, it's just, it's both people learn so much because people love sharing their stories. You know, everyone has a wealth of stories. Everyone has a where they used to go for ice cream as a kid, where the date spot was. Like one of my favorite things to ask people is where in your town would you take dates? Cause that's such a, you don't even think about it. Like, cause it's so normal in your town, but when you're talking to other people, the it's so different. <laughs> Apple Orchard, yeah. People just love talking about themselves and it's fun to listen. And it's just really the key is to really listen. Cause when you're asking about somebody's life, you really can't half listen. Otherwise you won't be able to ask good questions after. Yeah, and it also, like, I feel like that's the most discouraging thing when I am being vulnerable with people, like, about, like, stuff that's personal to me and they don't listen. Like, that's, yeah. like, the biggest slap in the face. And that's why, like, I would close myself off to a lot of people for a very long time because I just have, like, no one would really listen to me or, like, my stories. And I was just, like, why would I give you the opportunity to hear about me? And, like, I'm giving so much exactly. of myself to you and you can't even respect that. And that's just, like, fucked up, you know? Yeah, and sometimes like in lulls in conversations, the new strategy that I've been implementing is if, if we don't have anything to talk about, just ask them personal questions because then I it's always something too. interesting. It is yeah. It's the best way to learn about and, and conversation always trails off from there. Like you could just oh, start yeah. with that one question. Like I actually, that's funny because like, you know how like in quarantine, so if, for those who don't know, so my boyfriend we've been dating for like a couple of months now and we had to be like in quarantine and stuff and we couldn't like actually like hang out but like well we could we had to be separated and stuff like that like six feet apart for like a minute so it would suck and we would run out because we'd only be able to talk so like we yeah. would run out of things to talk about you gross talking Ugh, Ew. gross <laughs> only losers Who talks talk. but yeah exactly. no I told them, like, you know, it'd be really fun because they have like these question games, like on apps, but we ran out of those. Oh, yeah. I was like, let's just think of like our own questions to ask each other, like things that you wouldn't think of because there's no way in, in hell that it's been like, what, like five months at that point. And I was just like, that we ran out of all things to talk about. Like, we've not told every story of our life, like every detail, like that's not possible. Yeah. So I was like, just think of a bunch of questions, like write them down. We can just ask them. They're like the most, some of them random, some of them not random, like kind of like basic, like. Yeah. But no, and it was like so much fun. And like, I still had, like, we didn't go through them. Like I wrote so many one night cause it was just like two in the morning. I was just like bursting them out. But it's such a fun thing to do with someone. And if conversation ever gets dry, like it's, I will just like pull one out or like think of one. And it makes things so much more interesting. It's something you should do with like a partner or like a friend or, or like a group of friends. Yeah. You'll learn so much. It's, so it's cool. refreshing too. You get a new perspective mm -hmm. on who they are because we put people in boxes. Like I know yeah. I characterize people and everybody does like, oh, this is my adventurous friend. This is my nerdy friend. But then when you actually talk to them, you break down those barriers, you know, and, and then you feel like closer, like significantly closer once you've been that honest. Yeah, no, for sure. It definitely, it definitely like builds a bond between two people because like. Or a well, whole audience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All 15 <laughs> of you. <laughs> Yeah, you listen to our, our lives nice and raw, all nice y'all out raw. there. I'm excited because one day I hope when I'm in the future and the wife's out there listening and she's <laughs> like, wait, did you did you do a podcast? Let me listen to them. And it'll be it'll be interesting. So I, this is a good uh, it's a good diary per se of my life and day to day, you know, really, our lives. It really, you know, it really is. And I was even gonna say because I I journal or at least I I try to journal like as much as I can and like during like pandemic I, t I asked myself and I was like 
why haven't I been like journaling everything down? Like I want to be able to like reflect on like what's going on. And I'm like, wait a minute, you have a podcast to save. Like you have all these videos that you can look back and like actually listen to yourself and like what you were going through like at the oh, time. Oh boy. Like, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's pretty dope. It's like a time capsule. We'll be like how many years down the road and just look back and we can always listen to these. And that's like something that's really cool. We got about 10 more years till the earth explodes, so. Fantastic. Honestly, at this point, it might be tomorrow. Let's be real. It might be tomorrow. It might be tomorrow. Might be in 30 seconds. Let's see. 30 seconds. <laughs> might be you know, I've always, I've always wondered, you know, I never like, I mean, I have the normal fear of death that I think everybody has, but if everybody died at once, I don't think I'd feel that bad. Because it'd be like, we're all dead, you know? I wouldn't be like, oh, Chucks, I'm dead. You know, it'd be like, wow, we just all, we all died. We all just died? No, I mean, A little comforting. For me, like, I'm a very big believer in, like, fate and, like, everything kind of happens for a reason. Um, Because if I don't think that way, I'll go insane. Um, (laughs) But... For me, it's not as much a fear of death. I, I just kind of am like, you know what? When I go, it's I go. Like, it's kind of my time. Yeah. Like, something had to, like, that had to happen for something else better to happen. I don't know. That kind of sounds kind of morbid, but no. Like, I have to die. I have, no, but like, it's like. That's okay, the human well, struggle, you know? We all have to die yeah. at some point. And so, so maybe one time, like, it's earlier than you expected or later than you expected. It's just, I guess it's supposed to happen at that time for a specific reason. Even if you don't know what the reason is, that's. Really the beauty of it, it is you don't have you don't have that much hopefully you don't have that much time to worry about it you know yeah that's what well, i try not to that's why you got to keep yourself busy i've been overthinking yeah. too much this quarantine we talked about that a lot a lot of people i know have had like breakdowns and stuff because you have you just stew in your thoughts and a lot of times we're not kind to ourselves you know you're sitting in bed and i can do better i need to do more i'm not going to be successful and thoughts like that really take a drain on your soul especially when you don't have that support group around you all the time anymore exactly yeah like it's so much easier in college because like as much as like okay like I feel like it's so much easier to feel like less lonely obviously because you Mm. can just go okay yeah because like my friends my friend group everyone would like kind of go home for the weekend sometimes and like when that happened that like everyone at once would go I would feel just like so like alone but whenever I'd feel that way I'd just go to different people on campus like if you're never really really alone like if you wanted to have someone out there just sit with a new person like in the dining hall like I doubt they'd really care exactly one of the beautiful things I feel like after first semester you have a group of friends but you have a large uh, group of acquaintances that you could message at any moment like there were times when nobody was free and I messaged someone I was friends adjacent with like I knew of them and they knew of me and it's not that weird yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's, I love those opportunities. Like as much as it's like, oh, like my usual group is busy or like they're gone for the weekend. It's so much better because you get to like become be- such better friends with new people. And that, that's what kind of mm. pushes you over the edge to do that. Exactly. Like, because you don't usually take those jumps by yourself when you're in your comfort zone. You have to take that when you're least comfortable. Like I know for myself, like I became really close friends with one of my um, neighbors in my dorm because of those weekends where I'd be kind of like alone yeah. and stuff like that like and that's so cool because like now I have this close friend that I talk to like all the time I was uh, talking to uh, one of my friends who goes to a different school and he's been talking about like how he wants to change up his friend group you know it's not really like the right situation for him and we were talking about how quickly if you think back to like the first people you've met anywhere it's how quickly how like the group changes like somebody comes in somebody leaves you know two people come in two people leave there's drama it's just 
it's so fluid and it's kind of nice knowing that it's not permanent. You know, we don't like change, but usually with things like that, it's so gradual that it just feels yeah. natural. Like when you bring, yeah. like with the kid I'm rooming with next year, Blake, I would not, I didn't even know who he was by the end of first semester and a good chunk of second semester. And he's such a chill guy and I'm so glad we're rooming next year. And it's just, it's kind of, it's crazy how things just happen. Yeah, and usually, yeah, like you said, like it kind of happens before you realize it and you look back yeah. and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> I, guess that's I feel like that's the best thing too, because it doesn't feel forced. It's like natural, oh, yeah. but it's also like something fresh all at once. And it's just, it's good to have, man. You need some new energy. That's what I know recently, like I've been hanging out with some of Andre's friends and they're like so sweet and stuff. And they've been so like welcoming towards me. And it's like, it's so nice seeing new faces and like oh, yeah. meeting new people. It's just so refreshing. Cause there's so many new, like new stories and yeah exactly because you get like uh, after a while you start being a dead horse with the friends like i know some of my really really good friends when we're driving or stuff i kind of repeat myself everyone does when they're saying oh gee, did i ever tell you about this and then it's like oh yes you have and it's it's like oh i guess we have nothing to talk about anymore uh mm. <laughs> it will it, it's interesting because when you meet new people you talk a lot about the past and then after a while it shifts to the future and it, it really makes sense because you kind of are building a future with that person. Like, uh, you're like, oh, maybe we should do this, or maybe we should do that. And it goes from getting to know them to planning with them. And that's a really big step in any friendship. Yeah, and I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Because obviously you want to learn more about them and in their lives and such. But even like sometimes as much as like you're trying to get to know people, like I know, which just remind when you were talking about like, oh, getting to know people like in the past and like having that repeat and stuff. And there's like, that something like as much as it's so nice seeing like new friendships like grow it on another part of that is seeing like old friend groups kind of fizzle and i know fizzle, there's yeah. i there's so many like there's this friend group that i would hang out with like in high school sometimes and we all got together because it was like one person's birthday and like we were all chilling and everyone was just trying to have a conversation and it's just like yeah, it's and not it's... working and they're like do you remember that time in that one class that this happened and then it would like die off yeah. and i'm like oh that sucks. But, but sometimes it comes back in waves too. Yeah. I was taught, have you ever heard the like the phrase like uh, low maintenance best friend where you can spend six months apart not even talking to Oh, 100%. Them, and then you come back and you're right back in it. Those, Those are the, are the greatest friends. Oh, no. Like yeah, you, you care about each other and you know you both do. And you don't need to be talking to each other every day to know that you guys will be friends forever. Yeah. And those are like, I feel like the strongest relationships. Like I have a lot of friends like that um that that happens with like even one one of my closest friends who she we went to high school together we were best friends in high school and she goes to stony with us now and like we during quarantine because we were both like kind of in a rut like mentally so we were yeah. just pushing everyone like away and we didn't we genuinely that's never happened so like, we didn't talk for a complete month like no reaching out like nothing happened between us and then she called me once and i was like oh my god like hello and we just <laughs> we literally like that it was like normal, right back to normal. nothing happened and I, I get we get like upset i'm like oh my god we haven't talked in so long she's not responding this this and that and then we picked it up like and it's like the best feeling in the world now i want to ask you a question about like i know nowadays we're very big on anti-bullying and uh making sure that no kid is left behind and stuff well at my elementary school they've implemented a new thing called the buddy bench right so if you don't have friends you sit on the bench and then a friend group that sees you is obligated to pick you up now, it's like, I was thinking about that and at first I really liked it, but on further thought, like, I just feel like you're sitting there, 
a friend group picks you up today because they have to, a teacher makes them. And then tomorrow you see that friend group, but then they avoid you. And then it's like even more of an abandonment. Like, I don't know how I feel about that. No, I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, as much as it's like, oh, this person's alone, like go hang out go hang out with them like that's not the best idea because yeah they're gonna feel more isolated if if they end up trying because I feel like whenever you try to force friend yeah. it doesn't work like that has to happen naturally like you can't just exactly. be like okay friend group that already exists like go pick up this one kid who doesn't have anyone like I feel like those things as much as it is like better to enc- I mean it's good to encourage kids like to, okay try talking to new people try it's some but it's so much yeah. harder also with younger kids because they don't really understand yeah they don't understand like even as a like even trying to merge friend groups which I hear a lot of people talking about and like everyone's tried that too yeah. it's doable you can bring new people into the group and merge them but it takes a lot of effort and I think especially if no one is advocating for this person to stay in the group as a like a, a little elementary schooler it's gonna be an abandonment again the next day the group's gonna actively avoid the buddy bench or and the kid might just try to hang out with them again and then there's resentment that grows you know yeah. it's a tough situation when you're trying to force kids to do anything yeah it's just yeah it's just, I'm like, it's just it's a good intention but not exactly the best way of approaching it like i mean i guess instead of having like a buddy bench and having like best like a a huge group of really close friends like approaching a single person maybe they should have instead like little events where you can just have one-on-one kids talking and stuff that they are like people outside of a friend group that they wouldn't have usually spoken to because like mixers but like friendship mixers where today instead of recess we're going to split up randomly into groups of four even still then though i mean i feel like it's a tough place to be because there's no real easy solution to get a younger kid without friends into a group with friends it's just it's hard difficult it's one of those things i think you have to learn and there's no easy way to teach it because i've known kids who in elementary school didn't have any friends and in middle school it clicked and then they had a bunch of friends yeah, and, and mm-hmm. i'll continue oh no, i was just gonna say like i feel like it's also so much like easier when you're in like a more um just like a group maybe like a community-based like maybe like a sports team or like an art club oh, yeah. something that's, like, how, you like, that's how you make because you have something in common like instead of just saying like oh join this random group of people that you might have <laughs> nothing in common with like take certain people who have a common interest and have them hang out because of course they're going to find stuff to talk about because they like the same thing and they're going to do that together you know like that's the uh, way that i've made like friends in college like yeah yeah, like from wasby also from like i had this one greek class that i met like about like i ended up becoming friends with like a bunch of kids in it because we we all went to greek school when you were younger sucked at the language and we were doing it again yeah, so like you just have to find something that kind of unites you in one way, shape, or form and just build off that, you know? One of my uh, favorite things back in high school was I was on the swim team all four years. And the swim team, like any sport team, but swim team was unique because it was co-ed. So when guys and girls are together, it always creates drama. You know, we always had a thing called swim cest because inevitably the guys and the girls on the swim team would date and it would cause an insane amount of drama. But I remember like, you're you're really bonded through the suffering. Like we all would swim, (laughs) it would just, at practice, you'd, you'd look so gross. Everyone would look gross and feel gross. And literally when the season starts to about three weeks after the season ends, 
your friend group from like your normal high school friend shifts to your swim team friends because you're with them every day and after practice you hang out and on the weekends you do things together and it really like you're really bonded and I know after the season you don't like I didn't really talk to those people a lot and they didn't talk to me a lot because we went back to the normal friends we had but situations like on sports teams especially if you start off early you can really build deep strong connections yeah, I have that with my dance team too. Cause there's even some girls yeah. who like I run into like I've built like such strong friendships from that. The girls that I still talk to, obviously like today that I would I can't even imagine like not speaking to ever. And there's others that I just like I'll run in somewhere I'll run into somewhere and we'll end up talking for like the longest period of time or like it's it's just so refreshing and we just I don't know, like it's just some unspoken bond that you can't really doesn't make any sense but you just feel really close like I know I have some friends that work at the Bengal Bulls near me that I were in Jazzco with me as well and we just vibe whenever we run into each other and we're like ah how's it going and like, even though I don't talk to them like often so it's I'd so- love to hear from an introvert because I know we're both pretty extroverted people yeah that's and I, I saying, need yeah. a like I feel like a really terrible gas mileage car like where I need to constantly get like I do like days where I get to relax and do nothing but if it's more than a day i get agitated like i need the human interaction i physically need it otherwise i feel ill and some people are the exact opposite where they need the silence and every once in a while they would like the social interaction i'd love to hear from somebody just about what that feels like because i don't i don't understand that but i do respect that like that's a way of life and i can understand that i just i don't it doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, because we, we both yeah. are obviously extroverts. And that's why I was going to make a comment on what we were saying before about like, oh, like uh, joining like teams and joining like uh, groups and stuff. Like as much as it's like, I'm saying it like it's so simple, like doing those yeah. things. It's, it it's a huge jump. It's so overwhelming. Even if you do know like, oh, I have like this passion, like for radio, for instance, I walked in there like as much as I was like, okay, like some meeting I didn't know anyone like that's scary going into like a yeah. meeting where you know no one like that's terrifying like I'm not trying to make it sound like oh it's easy go do that go have friends it's so simple because it's not it's hard but these are just like I guess tips and pointers to like if you want to yeah. take one step but <laughs> it's freaking hard like trying to get friends and sometimes when people aren't there to to walk and talk to especially in the beginning of freshman year like when you don't, when you're like kind of iffy with people and like how the system's working and like exactly. cool if I talk to you or not. But yeah, no, it's, and I feel like it's especially hard for people who are introverts and it's hard for them to really come out of their shell. And I have friends, a lot of my friends are introverts and they always tell me that, and I, I'm always like, oh, come with me, come do this, come do that. And they're like, no, like that's too much. And I'm like, why? Like yeah. you said, want to meet new people. And they're like, but that's so much. And I feel bad because exactly. it makes the process so much harder because we could just stand up and be like, yo, let's go to this party. Let's meet new people, you know? It's a big, it's a big disconnect. And one thing I've learned is it really, you joining a new group or a new club, if you don't share the passion, if you're doing it for the sake of doing it, you can feel like the outsider the whole time. Even if you're talking to people, it's because you just don't share the passion. Like I've been on teams before where I didn't really care for the sport, but I just wanted something to do. And you just feel like an outsider the whole time. And then that's always tough when you're part of a group, but you're an outsider and you're looking in, that can feel the loneliest. And instead of being alone, being in a group and just not being seen can feel significantly lonelier. It hurts. Because I've been been in that place like 
where it's been like a friend group like in a club or something like in high school mm. like i'd be kind of like the outsider like oh cool like they'd be with your android phone telling you that would literally happen with that because everyone else is like kind of close and i'd just be kind of in the corner like oh cool i guess like for inside jokes that you don't get that's one of the most painful ones like if you're hanging out with these people and you feel like you know them well and then they all are laughing about this inside joke like you miss one day you miss one day you gotta go and everyone's an android (laughs) oh yeah and then it's like oh you don't get it or you have to be like what what is that and nobody answers you they're like oh "Oh, that's the most painful or like oh my god the worst feeling is when someone has something on their phone and they show it to everyone else except for one person that's like i never understood that because it seems so rude like it seems i don't like i like to think that they're just nonchalantly like oh this and that but i'm like if you show one person and we're all hanging out it no. either has to be very specific about them, like very much like, oh, my mom messaged something about you, or yeah. you show the group because otherwise someone's feeling isolated, especially That's... if they're on the other side of the circle. It's so mean. You don't do that, like at no, all. Dude. That's evil. Like just DM it to them, text it exactly. to them. Don't go. Here you go. Like look at my phone, except for you. Except for you. Suffer. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the a lot of people when you're hanging out is just calculating where you should sit because where you sit dictates how well the night will be. Oh, I'm I'm convinced okay. about that. Like going to the movies with people, you really have to figure out your place. And the thing is, everyone knows yeah. the good spots. Like everyone mm-hmm. knows where you want to sit, who you want to sit next to, and it's really tough because it's like a fight for the death, and you can do a miscalculation and ruin the ruin the night. And yeah. it's just so interesting. Because you have to know who's gonna also like get your jokes, who's gonna exactly. like, it depends on what the movie is too. Like too. specifically, like I would always watch like horror movies with my friends and I'd sit with like, just like the friends that I knew would like get the jokes that I'd be making. And it just makes it such a better experience because, or try to sit somewhere in the middle. Cause if you're on the end. Oh, if you're on the end. Yeah, it sucks. It can, it can be rough, especially like if, I don't know. I feel like usually you want to sit next to the people who talk the most. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, and there's always in most friend groups, there are some people who are introverts and some who are extroverts, which is a good balance because otherwise the group may fall apart. And it's just it's just interesting. It's it's like chess. It's like real life chess. We calculate so much in life. Like just where do I want to sit? What do I want to drink? What am I going to eat? Like it's all calculations in our head, whether conscious or unconscious. And it's it's kind of interesting how much we overthink every little thing. And I mean, in some sense, like it could be a good thing. Like again, like sitting, like oh, if I sit here in a movie, but like and it'll end up being being funnier or yada yada. But on the other hand, like, I feel like overthinking it too much, may, like, takes the fun out of it. Because sometimes you sit next to, like, you're like, oh, I didn't want to sit here in the movie. Or, like, I got here late and I have to sit in the corner. But you ended up talking to... Sulking. To what? Oh, talking to somebody you didn't expect. But exactly. one of the... Yeah. It just once, I feel like the biggest thing is accepting. So like when you realize you're in a situation that you didn't want or like you're in a, something happened, you got separated into small groups and you're with people that you don't click with and your friends are all together. Instead of sulking about it, because that does no good and makes you feel bad and the other person feel bad, you just have to like take a deep breath and accept it. And I mean, I'm no expert on that. I sulk too, but just moving more towards that. Yeah, you have to move forward. You can't dwell on things like forever. That's a tough regret. Yeah, because that's as much as something can suck, like, 
okay, it'll great. Be over. We, yeah, it'll be over. Also, it's gonna make worse of the situation. Again, this is circumstantial. Like it, it depends. Yeah, hundred percent. But in most situations, like you kind of just if you keep sulking about certain things and not getting what you want, like, you, it just makes the event like that's yourself ruining the event. Like it's not everyone else. It's you need to make the best of certain things. Like things aren't always gonna go your way, and that's all right. Like that's what makes life interesting. If everything was calculated and everything went the way you wanted life would suck <laughs> like let's it, be real. it would suck yeah it would suck. but you wouldn't have those moments where you send like i feel like i'm an overthinker when i text and i enjoy it because I, oh, I get such a joy out of crafting the perfect message like especially if i'm like talking to a girl or something like when you craft the perfect message like mm-hmm. you need the failure messages to make you realize how perfect a message can be and then you're sitting there like, should I say whom or who or or the or them or like apostrophe re or just skip the apostrophe, like the silliness. And once you craft it perfectly and you send it, you just feel a relief. It's like, wow. Or you get scared because you're like, oh crap, I shouldn't. Again, and you regret it immediately. Oh, when you yeah. hit send and you regret it. Snapchat saves your life though, because you can delete messages. Oh yeah, no, Snapchat's the man. Just yeah, text you can't do that. Text is cement. You, you're, if it's kind of risky, Snapchat and then wait a little bit and be like, I oof. Yeah, like, that puppy. Because if you're texting, especially if you're texting like a guy or a girl that you're interested in, like you bet you're you know that their friends are going to be reading that too oh, 100%. like you have an audience it's not only the person you're talking oh, to yeah. it's all of their friends like if i don't think i've ever been talking to a guy at any point in time and not shown their texts to my friends in some way shape or form and been like oh my god look what this idiot said or like oh my god look what this idiot said <laughs> like, like, yeah, exactly and the thing is, it seems bad, like in a vacuum, you say, oh, I would never send it. But everyone, you, know, you need your friends to help you think through things too. Like, oh, 100%. 100%, yeah. Yeah, no, people are social creatures. You need to bounce ideas off of each other. Yeah, you let them into the inner circle. And once they're in the, yeah, but then when, when somebody in the inner circle rats you out, that's dangerous. Snitches, that. man, snitches. Nah, snitches get stitches. You gotta kick those. Such a betrayal if it's the inner circle. Yeah, no, that's, that's messed up. Has that ever happened to you? Um, not really in a big sense, but like some, sometimes small things like, oh, really? And it's just like, oh, you hear other people talk about you. One of the things I really like to think about when I, like a lot of my friends, we get together and we have a fire at my friend Ben's house. He has a fire pit, great house. And we just sit around and we talk and inevitably we start talking about other people we know, you know, it's just one of those things where yeah. like, you're not mean, but you're like, oh, did you hear she got pregnant? Did you hear like this, that? <laughs> yeah, it's just gossip, like, gossip, it's like, course. it's gossip. Yeah. And I don't think gossip is inherently bad, but then it really makes you start to think, do, what do other people say about me when I'm not I there? Know. <laughs> like, did you hear about that Harry kid? Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> and it's no. so interesting. I'd love to have somebody write up everything that people talk about. I mean, maybe it's egotistical, but I'd love to be able to read what other people say about me. I was even thinking the other day, because, like, I don't know, like, my mind just wanders. And I was just like, imagine if, like, after you died, you got, like, all the stats on on yourself. Like, I don't know if you've heard of that. Like, I've heard it was some post somewhere, I'm pretty sure. But, like, imagine getting every conversation that people have had about you behind your back. Like, I feel like that shows, like, a lot of, in a lot of things, like, a about you like how are you influencing exactly. other people like how are you how are you coming off to others like 
you know, because I know rumors happen, but it's just yeah. interesting to see if you're, imagine your friends are just like, this hairy kid. The worst. Sucks, Anastasia. She smells. We hate her. <laughs> like, that That would suck, but it's funny. When, it's funny to hear. It's between who we are. There's a difference between who we are and who we want our people to perceive us as, like who we'd like to be. It's a really big, like, I was watching Community, great show. Uh, DJ Dokus actually recommended it to me, but he has a great quote where he's trying to pick between two girls. And he says, this girl makes me feel like um, after New Year's Eve, when I want to be the best I can, where I try to be the best. And then this girl makes me feel like who I am, like halfway through the year, waking up late, rolling out of bed, just who I am. And what is the choice? Like, what is it better to accept who you are or strive to be something that you're not, but be a better version of yourself. Like, it's a tough call. It's a tough call. But I mean, the wanting to grow and be a best version of yourself isn't in a sense being someone that you're not. That's just trying to work on, you know, because I feel like- I get what you're saying, but I feel like a lot of people uh, in, like combine the two where I want to get from A to B instead of doing the work to get from A to B, I'm gonna put on the facade that I'm B already. And okay. it's a tough call to try to drag yourself up to where you want to be or accept who you are. And sometimes they, they're completely opposite. Like sometimes you want to be the, let's say the, the boisterous, you know, leadership position student in school, but you're a really shy kid and you put on that facade, but you're miserable every day, you know, it's, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, I guess because there's so many ways that that could be really looked at because there's so many different situations. Like, it's a lot I, to I, unpack. Yeah, like I know I just haven't, I can't really relate to that because I really haven't felt that way. But I mean, I don't know. I guess the first step to being the better version of yourself is changing a little bit of who you are, obviously, because you're not like when I was like, I know for myself, like I was in a point like in high school where I was like depressed and stuff like I hated myself like if I, I couldn't grow at all, if I just kept, you know, saying yeah. bad things about myself, like I had to catch what I was saying and try to sound, you know, more confident, I, think I guess. You have to be, you have to understand what your downfalls are because I know I'll never yeah. be an NBA basketball player. I'm not good enough. Why like not? there are things that, <laughs> there are things that we want to be that are just impossible. You and realize what's practical and not exactly you know? and what will make you happy because maybe yeah, you want you to be the smartest kid in the room like i know some people who just really like to feel like the smartest kid in the room and sometimes they're not and it, you can see their ego crumbling a little bit where you know like they have this visceral need to be the smartest kid in the room and make these quick you know jabs and like say these clever phrases and then when they realize they are outwitted in a topic they don't know a lot about you can see a moment of panic where it's like i the ego versus the id, you know, like, what am I versus what I think I am? And it's kind of tough. I think a huge part of that, too, is not basing your self-value, like, all of your self-worth in one thing. You exactly. can't be, like, because oh, I, again, like, that's why I was depressed in high school, because I was, like, <laughs> the only thing that I am is my schoolwork. I okay, am yeah. this. So when I would get a bad grade or do crappy on some essay, I would take the hit like 20 times harder because I was like, this is all that I am. You have to, I think a big part of that, like and especially with kids who are facing things like, oh, I only have my intelligence. I only have like my, my hair or my looks or something like that. Like you can't do that because if that thing gets shut down, you'll shut down too. And that's yeah. not healthy at all. Like if you're gonna learn to love yourself, you need to love your whole self. It can't just be one component. Like mm, that's great. To, that snaps. Yeah. 
That snaps right there. You really do though. You your self love isn't just you know conditional. It's not like oh I only love myself when I'm acting smart in a group of people. Like it's I love yeah. myself always. And if I do, you have to be very you have to learn to forgive yourself for something sometimes. Cause fuck man, you're human. Like you can't be perfect all the time. That's exhausting. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it is exhausting. You know to always be on. To always be like the funny guy. Always be vibrant. <laughs> And you need you need to be gray sometimes. And then when you are gray, you know your friends see that and they pick you up, or they notice it and they realize less, they realize more about themselves. Because I mean, I know as a human species, we all like to hate—not really hate, but kind of not trust the kid who is great at everything. Like you, everyone knows these kids who are just—it feels like they have everything going. They're always on. And it's kind of, it's not human, you know? Like I, I knew some kids back in high school who were perfect, like the fastest kid on the track team, yeah. valedictorian, class president, you know? Yeah. Just like everything seems to go for them. And logically, you know something like at home, it, logically you know that they're not always happy. Like you know yeah, no. as a human, but it's kind of tough when they don't let you in a little bit. When they always have to be best one in the room. Yeah, but you, again, like those things like, when you look at other people like that, like you can't assume like they're no, all yeah. perfect. Like you have to know, like there's something about them. No one's oh, perfect. Oh, 100%, no one's perfect. That's no. that's the one thing that's 100%, no one's perfect. Yeah. Which is like, I feel like that's such a comfort though, because you see oh, what messes you up in the head so many times is, especially like on social media, because like- Social media, posting, yeah. Look at me and my beautiful vacation. Like, look at me and my sexy body. And I'm all, look at my grades. Like, look, I got all these awards. Yeah. I did uh, this. I, oh, look at these medals I got from like track and or soccer out. Yeah, exactly. But like, you can't, you gotta realize, like, of course, because look at yourself. Like, are you gonna show, like, are you gonna post on Instagram? Hey, my parents got divorced and I kind of yeah. wanna shoot myself. What's up? <laughs> like, you don't do that. <laughs> I've noticed a lot of times when somebody, is really flexing about themselves or being like oh i'm so like kind of expressing about how like i have a friend who talks about like how talented she is like oh i do a lot like i'm so busy all the time you know i i just do everything and you know and it's a lot but i do everything a lot of times when you talk to somebody who really like brags about themselves that's the thing they're the most insecure about you know, I go around saying, oh, I'm so good looking. Like, I do that as a joke, but like, I'm so good looking. You oh, don't Look at my dress, look at my nails. And then, and then after like, I bet in their head, they're thinking, oh, I'm, I'm not good looking. I'm ugly. I'm, I need to be good looking. I'm ugly. And it's just, it's just, it's interesting. You, you want to try to trick yourself a little bit. Yeah. I mean. Unless you're me, of course, because then I am so good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're not lying. You're a good-looking dude, but no, I feel what um. <laughs> I hype wow. you up so this much. Is, you hype show. me up so much. I need to hype you up too. And it's just, you're a great-looking gal, and the brains oh, galore. You. Oh my god, you're so sweet. So kind um, and so true to yourself. Oh, I love you, Harry. Thank you. This everyone's probably like, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening? We, we need to hype. But that's okay. That's also like this is kind of off-topic, kind of not off-topic, but people need to hype themselves up more. Yeah, they yeah, exactly. They need to hype themselves up more because that's been one of my biggest like flaws is like just not because it's it's in society whenever you try to say that you're proud of something like I was always the most humble person like if I did something that was really cool I'd always be like no it's no big deal and like exactly. inside like oh, when I somebody spent all my time on this like yeah. appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> 
when somebody like compliments you too i don't know why we have a hard time as a society like not fake compliments like instagram posts oh you look so pretty because then you count how many comments you have not what they say but uh what we really need to be good at and i mean everyone struggles with it, i struggle too like if if i do something good and somebody says you did that really good a lot of times you jump to no i didn't and don't worry about don't even you need to stop it. doing that that's something yeah, you, you need to step say, out of you just say, say thank it, you because it makes them feel bad too like if i compliment you and you say i it wasn't good now i feel bad i feel like i'm not an idiot like did i yeah, miss something I even, it, yeah no 100 trying to stay you need to say thank you like you that's something like when i, I know i mentioned before like when i was kind of like in a bad headspace in high school I, the way I changed myself, I was like, I need to start answering questions in a different way because that's the way, like framing the way your sentences and the way you answer questions like that changes your mindset and it, it, it helps you grow upon yourself like easier. Like if someone, yeah, like if someone came up to me and was like, oh, you look pretty today. Like I'd be like, no, I don't, I look like trash. But then now I'm, I try to be like, oh, thank you. I got this shirt like on sale. Like Exactly, and, and you <laughs> like that because then they feel good about themselves too. They complimented you, you accepted yeah. it and you gave them more information as feedback. Yeah. And it's, it's a better transaction than, oh, wow. I really like what you did there. You really helped that kid who fell off his bike. Ah, you know, it's stupid. I'm stupid. I hate myself. It's like okay. Do that. And Thank you. You feel worse. Of, you feel worse about yourself yeah. when you say that. Too. You feel bad when you do something good. It's, it's so messed up. Exactly. Like even. Oh my god. Okay. So I made a snow globe, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I was so excited about. It's a huge ass snow globe. Just for those who don't know, I should post a picture of it later because I'm proud of it. It took me <laughs> so long to make, and I made the snow globe, and it's really cool. Um, and even like Andre was trying to tell his friends about it because I gave it to him. And he was trying oh. to tell friends about it and they kind of like were not listening. And he was just like, he got so upset. And I was just like, and he's like, look how cool it is. I'm like, no, it's nothing. And I was like, why did I say that? I'm like, I it that? wasn't nothing. It's really fucking cool. <laughs> and it's sometimes, it's, it's sometimes crazy because sometimes you want, like you want the group to acknowledge it just as a human thing. You want to make yeah. like other people be proud of you, especially if you care yeah. about them. And then you shut it down and then you're like, why are they still not talking about it? Like I want them to continue to talk about it after I've shut <laughs> it down. And it's like, it's so counter productive want to feel good you do, you did something good yeah and, and you want other people to acknowledge it and they do but when you shut it down and it's just like you feel bad they feel bad and no one's happy yeah and you can't like and I, I know with myself like I would blame other people when I'd be like no don't do that or like even like in a relationship I'd be like no I'm fine don't don't you know ask me how I'm doing I'm okay I, when I obviously wasn't like you can't blame the person afterwards for either stopping oh, yeah. the conversation or stopping helping you because you're saying like you're literally saying you're okay like someone shouldn't have to assume and like read your damn mind and figure out what's going on like you're telling them a certain thing if you're like no it's not good stop complimenting me they stop freaking complimenting you you can't blame them you can't blame them yeah exactly do you, do you want to take a break you know play some music get it no let's do it yeah we had a long run We'll come back. Yeah, we can. We'll come back. We'll talk some more. We'll play some music. Did you like the song I uh, I put a bonus song? We can play it this week because it's uh, swear words. But. Okay, we'll be uh, we'll be right back. I hope you guys enjoy the music. 
We are back, and we just wanted to share with you guys, you know, Harry's spinning in his little chair. Uh, um, spinning. He's spinning. <laughs> um, our word of the week, we mentioned it before, but it is indeed kindness, as you can tell by where the convo veered a little bit. Just reminding everyone, you know, like, it is very hard, you know, to go into the journey to learn to love yourself and be kind to yourself and others, but it doesn't mean that it's a journey that's not worth taking. You should always take those steps as hard as it is and even if you regress back a little bit and take a few steps back it's okay just make sure that you're always just trying to move forward and that that's kind of like in your mission and as long as that's kind of there then you're all good to go and that's just as long as you're trying to improve yourself and be the best version of yourself that you can possibly be that's all that matters anything on that yes uh no just uh, if if you can look back in 10 years and be like i'm just even one percent better than i was 10 years ago you're on the right track just keep trying to trying to be the best version of yourself and it's difficult but if you can look back and see a minuscule amount of improvement but improvement nonetheless then be happy about that it's worth it now we do want to take the conversation away from that because i know it's kind of heavy and more towards nature because me and anastasia were talking about 
feel more like I have a I have a weird obsession with fields. Yeah. I love fields. Dumb. Fields are just so much fun. Like they're so big and open, like a big <laughs> backyard. I would love to have that. Do you want to tell your story of like driving up like to the uh, I don't think I've told the story. Yeah, so hey, I I love going on random kind of crazy adventures with like there's four guys that I hang out with. They're goons, but they're they're the ones that I do crazy things with because I can literally be like, hey, we're going to drive and touch the tip of New Hampshire, which is like four and a half hours. And I'll be like, okay, when? You know, a lot of my other friends will ask questions. They'll be like, oh, do we have to pack stuff? Do I need sunscreen bugs? But these guys are just like, all right, we're going to do it this weekend. So we drive up. Yeah, no, it's it's spontaneity. Spontaneity. (laughs) Yeah. my God. So we drive up four hours. We pass the mountains. Once you pass the mountains, you get really into the sparse New Hampshire, like fields and farms. And once we touched the tip of New Hampshire and saw like a couple lakes up there, on the way back, I was telling them that we have to stop in this field just to frolic for lack of a better word, more of a manly term than frolic, but it was a beautiful field. We'll post it on our Instagram, give us a like and follow, but something about fields, something about fields. Now, do you like forests more, mountains, you know? I've never come across like just a field of like the one that you like uh, showed me because you sent me the picture of the field. It's a beautiful field. I've never come across that, so pro- I I can't give you a a valid answer. But I think because I don't have like a lot of nature. I, I mean, I don't really go into nature often, which is something I really want to change. But I just I was driving through the forest actually recently. Um, I was just like a really woodsy area, and. I think that has to be my favorite because there's just some calming nature to it. It's just, I don't know. I just feel so myself and so free in a way. Yeah. It's, it's quiet, but it's not. It's majestic too. Yeah. Like I would, I remember going on like this fishing trip when I was younger with my family and we were just like in some random woods and I was just like walking, like my family was like, nearby like I wasn't like just venturing off alone into the <laughs> but like not too far um this is like after like reading I was like younger so this is like after reading like the Hunger Games and stuff <laughs> so I was like I am like there really is like a connection between a person and just the nature around them because you don't really get to experience that I feel like a lot to just sit there and just take it all in because there's something connecting us all like we were all as much as we can you know, build buildings and pave roads and, and whatnot. Like, there's just nothing that can replace the bond between a person and the environment, you know? I don't yeah. know how to choose that. I don't know, really know how to even describe it. It's just you feel home. I think, I think everyone can relate to that. Yeah. Now, one of the things that's been on my bucket list is, like, I like the pure, unadulterated forest. Like, even trails sometimes feel a little bit too marked for me. So, like, one one of my goals, bucket list, I guess, is I want a big, big wheel of yarn tied to a tree and just walk in the woods. I think that'd be, I don't know, I feel like, one, probably very dangerous, but two, oh, completely. <laughs> it just seems, it seems nice just to be somewhere that no one has ever stepped before. I like that concept, to be, like, the first human to walk on this terrain. Like, it's something, something really nice about it. What? Or even creature. Like, yeah, you know, maybe. Animals walk there too. It's really cool. It's really cool. It's kind of deep breaths, a little calming. Yeah, and it's good, especially with today's day and age. Everyone's so 
so loud. Something go- so loud. So everything's so chaotic. We need to be doing something and productive every second of the day. I feel like taking a break and going to places like that is something that's so needed. Like, I know for mm-hmm. myself, like, I have this park nearby. Obviously, it's not the middle of the woods, but it's enough <laughs> in nature. Yeah, that it's I feel enough. Like, and there, there comes a time of the day where, especially because in the beginning of the pandemic, it was so hard because everyone would be everyone. outside. So I, I never really got that quiet time, but now that it's been calming down and people have been able to go in other people's houses more and like it's, you know, it's, I've been able to go there at like seven-ish o'clock and there's maybe a few people. All you hear is like the waves crashing on the rocks and the wind Ooh. just hitting. I would always describe it as like hugging my face because it didn't feel like yeah. it was just so calming and I would just be there with a book and sometimes oh, I would yeah. look down like close my eyes and just take in the breeze and it's just and there would be the most beautiful sunsets there they're like oh, oh. it's your everyone has those spots and yeah. locations yeah, I was talking to a friend yesterday well mine is just in the apple orchards there's a big building that we just I just sit on the roof there and it's nice but me and my friends go to this rock I think I already talked about the rock Rimmon uh where we were just talking about like, wouldn't it be cool if you could go to a random town in America and have some locals show you around? Because you may think that Kansas is boring, but I think every human needs to figure out things to pass the time. Like everyone finds ways to have fun. So like, I think it'd be cool to host somebody from Kansas up in Londonderry, New Hampshire and be like, oh, we go to this place. This is where we hang out. This is what we do for fun and vice versa and spend a week. Like that's more vacation than just baking in the sun. Yeah, like, oh, well, it's kind of almost like an exchange student kind of thing, yeah. not international. Exactly. Even international, too. But I feel like we are so set as a society to have a vacation be sit on a beach in the sun and waste away for about a week and then back to the grind instead of like living, but somewhere you're not used to. In a different way. Yeah, because you pick up so many things um, about others. And I feel like in the US, like that's such an important thing to do because every state's so much so different, different than the next. And there's the people too. Like there's so, I don't know, there's a different air to them. And I mean, obviously there's similarities like you're in the same country, but there's there are little things about them like you know it'd be fun to host people too it'd be like oh this is uh this is the rock we look over manchester this is the uh this is the local uh park that we hang out in the carnival over here you know yeah just the the small things and then bring them to like your friends groups parties and stuff and be like hey today you're gonna be partying with my friends yeah and it's just be fun it would be and also like another thing that kind of came into my head is like so many times people say like oh i hate my hometown like there's nothing there like you i'm sorry but as much as like i've said that (laughs) not as much as like i because i don't hate my hometown i love my hometown and obviously i have a connection with it like as anyone would but okay there aren't many things to do here but you can find something like go on a bike ride to a place you've never been before people are so um you know quick to jump to oh there's nothing to do like find something to do find something to explore like get out of the box for just one minute like think of something you haven't done here like you haven't done everything you know like going we always think the grass is greener like i know in my town we'd always say like oh if you grew up in new york or in boston it'd be so crazy but i bet the amount of fun they have is almost identical to the amount of fun anyone else has because it's just one of those things where even if you have it at your doorstep, you're not going to use it all the time. Like, I don't think 
wherever you go in the country is quote unquote more fun or less fun because you're going to figure out ways to have fun that's just the human way to do it you know whether it be playing nail in a log game or in the middle of a country field or going to play in new york it's just the level of fun will always be the same it'll just be different yeah it also depends on who you're spending the time with like if you're in a place where you're like oh i'm not having fun ever then like maybe you need to like yeah maybe you need to reset because who you hang out with has such an influence on the time that you have obviously toxic people are just it's so difficult too when you're stuck in a toxic friend group like i was saying earlier in this episode that i have a friend who wants to shy away from his friends and it's so stu- it's tough because they're your support group they should be your support group and if they're the ones dragging you down who do you turn to yeah and you're kind of stuck there's nothing yeah, and it's a big leap of faith to jump out to get away from it yeah especially if you're in like i know in high school because you can't like who are you gonna go to like so many groups are already set in stone you can't just be like oh i'm gonna hang out with joe schmo over there like or oh, if yeah. you've been friends with them already yeah clicks form so quickly and it's so weird how i mean it, I, I we're back on talking about friends i don't know i guess I that's know. just what this episode is going yeah. to but uh for people who are new to college if there's any freshmen coming like the first listening i mean the first week it's so easy to talk to everybody and then about three weeks two weeks in there's a moment when friend groups solidify, not really 100%, but basically solidify, and then it gets weird. And then it's like, why am I? Ta- why are you talking to me? And it's like, last week it would have been fine. But now it's like a little bit strange. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And it's like, it's so weird, but it's just, I guess it's just the way that things it's just automatically happen. Yeah, it's natural. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't go and try to hang out with different people. Cause like, there's the chance you could vibe. There's the chance that you couldn't vibe. Like there are people, there were people that like I was so excited to hang out with that I ended up actually getting food with them. I'm like, you kind of suck. Like, <laughs> no offense, but like you're not my. Like I mean, you don't suck as a person. It's just like for me, but like, it's just not. They don't click. We don't vibe, and that's okay. Like that happens. That's like we're a- still like semi friend. Like there were girl, like one of the girls that I. I um, met in my hall at my dorm. And, like I love all of them. It's just like one one of them we I hung out with, and I was just like. I couldn't, I don't know, like, it's just we didn't vibe, it felt like kind of forced, I'm like, it's okay to just remain friendly with certain people, you're not gonna click with everyone, that's a good lesson too, like, you can't expect to be friends with everyone. It goes back to the body bench, sometimes, like, I know it's unfair, but sometimes there are people that I talk to and I just don't enjoy their company, and there's really no fault of their own, like, it's not like they screwed me over or mean to me, it's just, we just don't click, and it's such a hard thing, and it's a hard lesson too to learn that you know you don't click with everybody and you might want to but then you don't and people probably don't click with you and you shouldn't take it to heart you know oh i want to be friends with them but they don't really vibe with me don't take that to heart find the next kid because there's seven billion people on this earth there's no real point in waiting on the ones who don't really like you exactly and i feel like that's so much more draining like i know i had there's this one girl that i was like friends with in high school and we tried hanging like we would always hang out in groups um but like whenever we try hanging out alone it's just like the conversation was dead i'd have to like pull it out of her and I, there's nothing i hate more than having to like carry the entire conversation in my back like you it's know, exhausting scoliosis from that like it was like getting to a point like it was bad um but yeah you just you're you're right you just kind of have to accept it and you can't it's just it happens it's like negative people when you're like when you're having a conversation with somebody like wow it's a beautiful day and they're like oh it, I, I think it's a little too wet 
and you're like, okay, well, you know, I really like the burger we had earlier. It's delicious. They're like, ah, it's not that great. Yeah. And it's a little, it's a little greasy. And you're like, um, well, I can't wait to go back to college. Oh, well, college, you know, they're not going to have it. And I don't want to go back. And it's just like, why? Why? Think of one just, good thing. Like one. One good thing. Yeah. One like, oh, it's a beautiful thing. night. Enjoy it. I'm miserable and you're making me feel more miserable. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh-uh, yeah, no. Surround your people with, surround your people. Surround yourself, I'm like, I'm so exhausted. Surround yourself <laughs> with people who are gonna make you happy because if you don't, then exactly. literally, what's the point at all? And on that note, maybe we should transition Just into some possible improv. Let's do it. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, and we'll be back right after the uh, break. This is the Mix Nuts Improv Song. We are about to do some improv. And we are back and we're going to do some improv for you. We're going to pretend like someone's calling a, uh, an operator and uh, trying to figure out how to help us with a medical problem, I guess. So figure it out. So, uh, Ring, ring, ring. Ring, 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 ring. 911, what's your emergency? Ma'am, I'm telling you, you need to get here right away. What happens? Yeah, you know, you know, you know how like Chipotle and Taco Bell really, really yeah. loosen you up? You know, really send it, send it down the mountain? That only Taco Bell, that, that, does, that does me dirty. How about you? What happened? What happened to you? Are your pants on? <laughs> well, they're not going to be a... I have my pants on, ma'am, but I can't get the belt off. Oh, I have no yeah. hands. <laughs> I have no hands. What happens I'm to your hands? Sir? What I don't happens? know. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I don't where, know. What's your? Where are you currently? Where? Where's? I'm in a closed Five Guys restaurant. I don't know how I got here. Sir, I woke up. Yeah, I'm in are here. they closed? <laughs> I, I woke up. I'm in here. It's abandoned. I found a bag full of Taco Bell. Ate like four of them. In and a I really, Five Guys. In a Five Guys. Why would you ever do that? I, you I, know I, what they say about that. You got to come quick, ma'am. Send all your officers. We can't. We're on a lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> You're dying. What, do you at least have legs? What are, are you? So you have your belt on. It's wait a second. Wait a second. Uh, I found my hands. I found you them. Found them. Okay. Fantastic. Where were they? They were in my pockets. Oh dear, that's that's a good place to look. Do you have your feet? No, I don't oh have my, my feet. Actually, God. I do have my feet. So what do I do? The toilet's clogged. This is code 100, right? Like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. Are there no other people in the store? Just the Taco Bell in your five There's guys. like four, it's a field trip. The bathroom door is open. The kids, they're showing them around the bathroom. I don't know why they're here. They're, they're closed down five Small guys. children, you're alone in a Taco Bell. You're alone in a Five Guys with Taco Bell and small children. I think I should. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be approaching you shortly. Um, <laughs> we have a code red. A code red. Please don't touch the children. We will be <laughs> there shortly. <laughs> oh, duh. Bad time. Is that it? Is that, that it? I think that, that was a nice and short one. That was, <laughs> that was short. I didn't know where it was going. <laughs> that did take a turn. Oh, I, I gotta say, I think we're getting worse each time. I'm not gonna Oh, lie. they're completely getting worse. We're not good at this at all. 
I love it though. I I really enjoyed the Ticonderoga fortune. That Ticonderoga, that took so many turns. I think that was the oh, best that one. Was, that was the best one. I think it was the best one because it was the worst one. Oh, completely. It made zero sense. That's what makes sense. the best though. But it made a couple dollars, so. Yeah, that's how, that's how it be. Another day, another dollar. Exactly. And if you guys want to follow our OnlyFans, where we do more, you know, we should do more podcast. We should make a podcast OnlyFans, where we just do improv. Stop. That would be so funny. Well, it doesn't have to be dirty. Like, we could literally just be on an OnlyFans and be like, howdy, guys. How's it going? People click on it. They're waiting for, like, the other shoe to drop. And they're just like, nope, it's just a podcast. There's no other shoe to drop. Yeah. Strange kids. Fantastic. Oh, uh, man. So yeah, life's interesting. We'll, we'll life's open interesting. up our OnlyFans soon. Um, and <laughs> oh well, that's our show, I think, right? Should yeah, we end with something good, something? Yeah, give us a positive thought, Harry. What what thought are you thinking that is positive? A uh, positive thought. Maybe I'll make it an action this week. I think. All right, all you people out there, if there's a fruit that you've been craving something healthy, but you really want it, like a nice piece of watermelon or like a beautiful peach. And it's healthy, so treat yourself. Next time you go to the store, text your mom, your dad, whoever gets the groceries, and get yourself that fruit because you deserve it and uh, and enjoy it. Take a big bite. Film yourself taking a big bite, DM it to us, and we'll put it on our story. And we'll enjoy it thoroughly. I think my positive, well, my positive action that I think I'm gonna encourage is before you go to sleep for the next week, Think about two things that you're grateful for and two things that you love about yourself because people don't do that enough and it makes you feel so much better. So do that. Wow, way to, way to blow my fruit out of the water. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, eat some fruit. Uh, <laughs> eat some fruit, man. Just eat some fruit, man. I had a good Make a smoothie. <laughs> Make uh, a- you need... Yeah, you need some you need some fun and you need some growth and um and eat some fruit and think about yourself, you know? Yeah, reduce and reflecting, especially if the weather's kind Rejuice of Reduce and reflecting, is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> is that an expression that I mix? Like a very specific one about <laughs> Rejuice and reflecting. There I love it. That's our uh, note. That's so that's today this week's show. We hope you guys enjoyed our ramblings. Um, and I'm we'll get guests gonna... on again. We will. Yeah, we're gonna we probably next week we'll be having some friends on. Um, but for the time being, if you want any new updates or you know songs from us or have any feedback, you disagree with anything we said or want to poop on us or like want to poop on us, us again? Yeah, or like you want to send us a pair of pants that you think are cool or a picture of your dog's toenails, whatever. We can cool with that on mixnuts.wsb on Instagram. And yeah, check us out. We're on Spotify and Anchor. Check out our previous episodes. Yeah, give us a follow, a like, a hug, a smile. And frolic in a field. Yeah, and frolic in a field. Go find a field and frolic in it and tell us about that. So. Tell us about that. Tell your friends. Tell your All right, well. That's us. Mixed.